Ole Miss Evie tomorrow will be with us. And also Brad, Brad Power Sports out in Las Vegas on your gambling items. Hour three tomorrow on the It's Already Friday edition of the show. 615-844-5600. Yeah, we were just talking. Armageddon's with us. I mentioned this last hour. I think Memorial Magic got exercised out of there, meaning it shouldn't happen when Armageddon was out on the court in that Arkansas game. I think that's when it all went away. Welcome in. Greetings, Bill King. Good morning. I didn't <clears> – <throat> Mr. Perry Mason, my dear friend in Lake Placid, Florida, texted me and told me the promo from the afternoon show had made the air, and I did not get to hear it. Oh, have you heard it? You haven't heard it yet. I have not heard it yet. Hey, Patton, can you pull that up? Okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we will have that for you momentarily. Yeah, I've heard it at the top of the hour um, break during the commercials. Yes. We're on the way to breakfast, Bill. Traffic's a little rough this morning. What, in Green Hills? Green Hills traffic? Yes. I haven't been through there in a while. I used to go th- I, Most of my life I drove through there. I haven't been through there anymore in a while. Bill, um, bowl cut, you know, has got two natties in a row. Uh, I'm just curious – you know, and I know this is way early, but I'm just curious, you know, who's going to have something for him next year? Because he's the man right now. He's On the, the regular season team. schedule, I don't know of anybody. He's got to go to Knoxville in November. Um, I don't think Tennessee's far enough roster-wise to beat them yet. And I don't see anybody. they got to go to Auburn. Auburn doesn't have anything for them right now. It'd have to be maybe Alabama or LSU in the SEC championship game. But I don't think their rosters are as good as Georgia's. They're not. So, the the thing is flipped, Bill. You know, it used to be Tricky Nicky was the gold standard. Now it's bowl cut. I think, that, I think that's a fair assessment. Uh, he's – look. Winning one is really hard to do. Doing it again immediately is basically impossible. It's it's borderline impossible. So you have to anoint him now as the gold standard. You have to. I guess it's official now, Bill, that I'm, you know, locked and loaded on 560. Okay, now hang tight. Hang tight. Do we have Pat, do we have this? Okay. It uh it, it has run at the top, I know, the last few days. But is that – Patton, is that in some kind of different folder? Probably. Okay. I, I tell you I tell you kind of what the deal was, Bill. Uh, I was on, uh, you know, Zach and Bruno's show, and they had uh, – and I never can't even remember the guy's name. The, uh, the guy that uh, does play-by-play for uh, Vanderbilt baseball and football, Andrew. Uh, I know who you're and, talking about, but I don't know the. I don't know his name. Yeah, never, never met the man before, Bill. Yeah, never met the man. He doesn't know about me, but he knows that I'm banned. So words out out there. I think the pictures are all over campus. What, what, the, from the Arkansas game? 
just you know just just the VUPD and all that you know work. I think they got my picture posted on the wall. You know. Okay, we have we we, we you ready for it, on Again, we have it. Sure. All right, play it, Pat. I have not met you, Andrew, but I'd love to meet you someday. Yes, sir. What story are you want to tell him, Clay? You, oh, about how you got ejected? Well, just how passionate of a Vanderbilt fan I am. He's so passionate that he is not able to attend games. Is that fair, Clay? That's fair. <laughs> there it is. That's 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 your commercial, and it's it's accurate. No, nothing misleading there. So you're saying like a most wanted poster thing. They've got your face. They've got that picture. So if you try and get to a gate and get in there, they can they can check off on it. <laughs> I took one for the team, Bill. That's all I can say. And who, somebody lied to you and told you they could get you back in there. That was a big lie. <laughs> Have a great day, Bill. We'll see you. Yeah, a couple of years ago, he was telling us that he had a connection. I don't remember who it was at Vanderbilt with power who could get him back in these games. That turned out to be inaccurate. Whoever that person was uh, couldn't deliver. This is kind of like the Rashada thing. Somebody over-promised and couldn't deliver. Somebody did that to Armageddon as well. He is not allowed. You would Now, here's the thing. Vanderbilt has very few fans. They don't have many. It's 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 a very small, finite number. The last program on the planet Earth that should be running people off would be Vanderbilt. Remember, they did the same thing to uh, Vandy Lance. How many of you remember Vandy Lance? Patton, is, do you even know who that is, Vandy Lance? I do. I met him one time at uh, Greg and John. They had a remote, and he showed up. Oh, in the last within the last year huh wow yeah last summer i think now is he still active going to vandy events i believe so I, he doesn't really call radio shows anymore though he used to be everywhere i mean any event for vanderbilt football basketball maybe back then vanderbilt wasn't good at baseball like obviously they are now but i know for football and basketball he was all he was there. And Houlihan, Paul Houlihan, who was the AD at the time at Vanderbilt and then later became the uh, the head of the Sugar Bowl and, and passed away here. He got Vandy Lance booted out of there. And I don't I don't remember exactly what happened, but but there was some bad blood there too. V- Vandy is really good at taking the few that they have and uh, <laughs> Running them off. They are. Clay, uh, this is a different Clay, said, yes, he's still going to games, and he's retired from UPS. The last time I saw Vandy Lance was at a Vanderbilt football media day. On a Sunday, I think. This is during the Bobby Johnson. Some of you will remember him. And actually did a pretty good job at Vanderbilt. And then one year, just retired in the spring. 
I ran into Vandy Lance at this event. And he said something like, Mama's been bad. <laughs> just out of the blue. And I just kind of, I don't know what I said. I think I, I might have changed the subject. I might have changed the subject to the Vanderbilt depth chart or something. I don't remember. It's the last time I saw Vandy Lance. Anyways. And so, Patton, you've, you've talked, Patton's talked to him within the last year, I guess. Wow. Well, I'm glad he's, whatever reason, um, I'm glad he's, I'm glad he's still around. Very vocal. He would irritate people, too. He didn't irritate as many people as the Whistlers do. Oh, by the way, you folks, uh, we'll keep talking about baseball about a month or less out. That means the Whistler's back. And the Whistler, particularly if you're not a Vandy fan, makes you really mad. It's never bothered me. I think it's kind of funny, and there's two of them. But. Opposing fans, I mean, they go crazy. There's fights almost that get started over this. Or they'll ask security to move them, or I think the SEC a couple of times has asked them to move. Patton, have you met any of those two Whistler guys before? Haven't met them. Uh, I've heard them. I haven't met them, though. Now, you being a Vanderbilt fan, does that irritate you? I love it because it riles everybody else up. Right. It never made me mad. I think it's funny. And the thing about it is the madder people get, the more they do it. They don't back off. And these are two older dudes now. What's one of them named? Preacher something? His real name is like Preacher Jones or I don't I haven't met either one of them. I, I couldn't, <laughs> couldn't tell you, but they do tick people off. 614 Rob up in Ohio. Now, see, Rob, now here's the deal. Rob's a Buckeye. So he's not with me on the Harbaugh thing. I'm for Harbaugh against the uh, NCAA. He just can't do it because he's a Buckeye. I understand that. No, I, I do. I, some some lines you just can't cross, even though he probably doesn't like the NCAA either, I'm sure. Anyways, says, Bill, I hope I'm wrong, but I can't see schools ever agreeing to have NIL or McDonald's payoff bags, et cetera, subjected to any kind of control or rule enforcement. They're just too greedy. It'll be the eventual downfall of college football and the creation of a pro NFL farm system. <clears throat> Let's think this out. If you are a collective, do you like the secrecy that's been created? The Lack of transparency, the ability to do things in shadows, the ability to float conspiratorial numbers out there to make the market look like it's sexier than perhaps it really is? Or do you want all of this out in the open? Rob's right. Right now, you are basically allowed to do anything you want to do with nobody to check on you. Now, now again, the coach has to be, the head coach has to 
He's got roster management among all the messes that he has to deal with. So the head coach is, is obviously very much aware and probably helps with the allocation, this, this here, this there, for sure, because you're not going to tell the head coach what to do. That's going to happen, by the way, and we're going to have problems with that, but the head coach has to maintain the power level, right? But right now, you're able to, if you're a collective, operate and do anything you want, basically, that you never could do before, and nobody is going to check on it. Now, let me ask you this. Could the media request tax records, or are they protected there, too, and how they've set up their business? Somebody that's in accounting or knows that world, tell me. What if somebody in the media said, um, for example, I'm here. Somebody in the Tennessee media said, I'm going to go and request tax information from the Squires group. Or are they set up to where it's private and you can't get that information? I, I don't I don't know those rules. All right, we'll get the break. First break here. Hour number three. Omni Nashville Hotel. Needing a snow day? How about a dough day? Instant games from the Tennessee Lottery are bringing winning flurries and drifts of cold, hard cash. With chances at breathtaking top prizes up to $4 million, sled to your nearest Tennessee Lottery retailer and score a chance at a dough day. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Tee it up this Thursday through Sunday at Edwin Watts Golf Shops for the Callaway Fitting Event and be the first to score the new Paradigm Woods and Irons. The woods are engineered with forged carbon to maximize distance and forgiveness. The irons feature a forged face for increased launch speed and spin. A new paradigm in performance. Go to WorldwideGolfShops.com and reserve your free custom fitting experience happening this Thursday through Sunday. Edwin Watts Golf Shops, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Howdy, folks. I'm back to remind you about the best steakhouse in Music City, Bob's Steak and Chop House. The only place in Middle Tennessee to get a five Wagyu steaks cooked to perfection. And when that special day rolls around to treat that special someone, make your reservation now at Bob's Steak and Chop House. From petite fillets to massive tomahawk ribeyes. When somebody asks where's the beef, you tell them Bob's Steak and Chop House. Make your Valentine's Day reservations now. And treat the best in your life with the best in Nashville. Bob's Steak and Chop House. At the Omni Nashville Hotel. It's never a bad time to have a good time at Strike and Spare Family Fun Center. And that's exactly what WNSR Nashville Sports Radio will be doing Friday, January 20th. With not one, but two shows broadcasting live from Tusculum Lanes on Nolensville Pike. That's right. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show from 9 to 11. The McFarland Show with Darren and Justin from 2 to 4. Both shows broadcasting live from Tusculum Lanes. And you're invited to come bowl, eat, drink, and just hang out with the guys and WNSR listeners and receive a discount on bowling and food 
food during the broadcast. That's Friday, January 20th. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show from 9 to 11. The McFarland Show with Darren and Justin from 2 to 4. Two shows, one location, one station. Broadcasting live from Strike and Spare Tusculum Lanes. Located at 5315 Nolensville Pike. Friday the 20th. On the road, on the air, and everywhere. With WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. Jim Rome is here weekdays 11 to 2 on Nashville Sports Radio, WNSR. The SEC is for closers, and there's only one way to survive in the SEC, ABC. A always, BBC, closing, always be closing. ABC, A always, BBC, closing, always be closing. Jim Rome, 11 to 2 on Nashville's original sports radio, WNSR. Sports. Bill King knows a few things. Hey, Pat, do you have the Jeff at the Borough clip from Monday? Or what, was it Monday? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I can pull that real quick. Yeah, let me know. Jeff Tucson, speaking of Vanderbilt, next time you have Griff on, you need to mention the renovation going on at Dudley Field, Bill. Is the devil wearing a parka? Um, if And here's a picture of it. The That would be the north end, right? Is that pointing? I think it's pointing north. That is completely demolition. Let me, let me, yes, completely demolitioned. Patton, the the end that's not ever been totally solid of the stage of the uh, stadium at Vanderbilt, where they have the stands, et cetera, that'd be the north end, right? In that pointing north, um, if you look at this picture, it's completely empty. There's all this construction uh, stuff there, cranes and construction workers and lots going on there. I don't know. What are they doing? Do you know, Pat, what they're doing with that end? They're, they're building that end zone out to kind of like a club level type. type. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of a nicer end. They're kind of doing more of what they were doing before. Right. They should right. just Makes tear sense. the whole thing down, right. quite frankly. And they've got through. Now, I wonder, are they going to be able to get a spring game in there or will they just do it out in the turf somewhere, out in the practice field? Who knows? Who cares? But, but they can they can get all the practice they need in, but they have until what the uh, the first game to get that done, which I assume that's what the plan is. All right, if you missed it, I've had a few people say they missed it. He's banned, but we did create an exception because Kentucky won a basketball game, which has not been necessarily easy for them this year. They beat Tennessee, so I said, you know what? If he wants to get in and gloat, he can. And this is how he finished up the call. You you hang in there, Bill. See if Tennessee football can do something. Let's see if they can not beat South Carolina next year. 63-38. How about them balls? Hey, hurry up, hurry up, step that ball. Hurry up, hurry up. Hurry up, hurry up. Hang in there, Bill. That's his impersonation of Josh Heupel. That's apparently all he says, right? 
Only thing Josh Scheipel says during the game, when, well, when his team's on offense, is hurry up. It's pretty good. That's exactly the way Heupel – it's amazing how he got that down exactly right. That's the one you – that's the one you guys, if you weren't listening when he called Monday, we, we let him – we gave him a get-out-of-jail card for that one call, and uh, he took advantage of it. Don't say that we mistreat Jeff in the borough. That was a kind gesture from me, letting him back in like that. And we've played that audio clip that Patton pulled almost immediately after he called probably two or three times this week, separate from when he called, just to let you hear it. That was that was Jeff in the borough. Nobody can make that up. Bitcoin Playboy. Bill the Bear from Bartlett with that voice was the most irritating caller back in the day. All right. Many of you probably don't remember him. He would call, this was in the 90s, and he would play like he's a big Alabama fan, which he wasn't. And he had this monotone voice. I can't even come close to mimicking it. And he would talk about, I love the Tide. And he had this, this, this voice that he would put on. I met him. And I don't remember where we are. I think it was doing a show in another city somewhere. He was in Memphis. Bartlett, Tennessee is the Memphis area. And I met him. And then his his. Cousin, who was his cousin? Was it Cousin Earl? He was always talking about Cousin Earl. His cousin actually, I think, moved up here. Lived in Wilco for a while. But anyways, and just through the years, he stopped calling the show. I don't know what happened. But he would call, and even though he played like he was pro-tied, the Alabama fans did not like it at all because it, it was embarrassing. Remember when Saban... I don't know if you remember. This is still on YouTube. When Saban got hired at Alabama and the plane lands at the airport, he's getting out, and the Alabama fans are out there. That real drunk lady was there. Remember that? There's an Alabama fan. This lady looked like she's probably around 40, 45 years old and looked like she was ripped. Okay? I mean, she'd been into the sauce. And she was screaming, and she had a horrible accent. Not that I'm, I'm – southern accents are beautiful. But it just it, – none of it was good. And it, she was sloppy, drunk. I don't, she, I don't even know what happened. But anyways, we played that clip. Alabama fans did not like it. And it was not good. It was not something that you would uh, – Recommend if you're an Alabama fan. It was not encouraging. Talk to Kevin a little bit yesterday, Kevin Hagan. And he said most of what Alabama's doing right now is concentrating on the defense when it's when it's coaching. Most of it. And I don't know if there's anything relatively new there. I, I was asking him about the offense. He said most everything is uh pointing towards the defense, which as we know, we know they're going to have new leadership because Golding has left and he's going to Ole Miss. He's going to be the new coordinator at Ole Miss. 614 Rob, Bill, 
please provide warnings to the audience prior to making those Jeff and the Burrow clips. You owe us that much. You didn't want to hear that? I thought that was pretty funny, actually. I don't know, Patton. Just just the hurry up part's pretty good. We can say, okay, Tennessee played this last Saturday, and here's our audio from the game. And it's just him saying hurry up. Here the here's the highlight package. No cab up in Chicago. If you think back to what the Notre Dame AD said about where football is going to be in 10 years, that will be when college football will be the minor leagues for the NFL. Someone like Stetson will play until he gets cut. Well, if you missed it, and I don't remember, it was within the last year. Jack Swarbrick, A.D., Fighting Irish, Notre Dame, South Bend, Indiana. Was speaking, and I don't remember what event, but he said he could see by the time we get to 2030, so less than 10 years, but at least in 10 years, where schools will have, some schools will have this business model. It'll be a football team representing the school. Let me just, since I'm talking Alabama, let me just say Alabama. And again, it could be any team. That's there in football only. They're there for football. Their daily life is football. They don't go to class. They don't get a degree there. They don't pursue a degree there. They're there as football-only people. That will be a model that is not unusual someday, probably sooner than you think. That was Jack Swarbrick. And Jack is a brilliant leader. He's one of the most powerful leaders on the planet Earth in the world of college sports. Has a big voice. Has a powerful voice. And he said, I could see that as a business model at some schools that will be accepted that way in the future. And I don't have any reason to doubt him. Now, when does that come I don't think we're just a couple of years out. But could you see, think about how far we've come in the wrong direction about the last three, four years. So you take us all the way to 2030. Could there be schools with football only on campus? That's all they do. They do not see you in class. They stay in the football area. They work out there. They, it's like basically like the pro game. But they do represent the school. Now, the way he t- – no, Kev said, so Stetson under that model could just stay forever until he just ran out of juice, right? Well, I don't know that that will be the model. I still think you'll have eligibility limitations. You wouldn't want that model. You want to bring in new classes. If, if that was the model – the high school kids would get aced out. You would think. That'd be a problem. So I don't think I don't think that would be the model. I don't think they do away with the years. I think the years of eligibility, the freebie, the red shirt, the graduate transfer, I think that would all still be in place. You just have a football only section of your school. Don't worry about them going to class because they're not going to go to class. They're here for football. 
Monday after the Saturday game, they're not getting up to go to English Lit or Western Civ or inorganic chemistry like me. They're getting up to prepare for football Monday morning. Not going to class. Chubby, Bill, can you play the clip of the drunk Bama lady? I don't have it. We used to just pull that off YouTube. Anybody can look it up. It's 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 out there. I mean, I can I can find it. Somebody remind me, I can find it. But all you have to do is look it up, and I guarantee it's still on YouTube. But but Bama fans, she she embarrassed them. Yeah, I, they they did not approve of that at all. Johnny Vegas. Remember, the NFL is the only major professional sport that has no minor league system. Very disappointing as this has led to the changes in college football. Yeah, um, like I have said, I, I still love college football with all the things I disagree with. I still love the game. I still watch it just like I always have, just with much love, right? If we get to a point where the players start getting a piece of the TV revenue, I'm not sure what – I'm not sure how I'm going to feel there. I'm not sure. I hope I'm still able to love it, but I'm not sure. Jeff, too, has the info. That Alabama fan at the airport, Tarmac, in question when Saban arrived was Colette Connell. She passed away in 2013 at age 43. She was 37 in that clip. Attached is the obituary. I sent the video link in a separate tweet. So there you have it. Here, I'll click. Let me click that for you there. If anybody wants to see it. But she's the one that was, I don't know that she was out of control, but she she was sloppy at the uh, the Saban arrival. And you could tell Nick was kind of thinking, okay, just just chill. He hadn't even he hadn't even started working on a roster yet, and he's he's just landed there. Tom in Myrtle Beach, Bill. Everything I read projects twenty twenty five football players will not be student athletes anymore. Not required to go to class, but they would still represent your program. Get paid salaries instead of scholarships. Yeah, that's true. I hadn't even thought about the scholarship part of it. You wouldn't need a scholarship then. Well, I guess you could. I mean, they're getting salaries now. And their own scholarship. But, but yeah, I mean, that's just a couple of years. So, by the time it could – I don't think it's going to happen that fast. But what he's saying is by the time we have expanded to 12, which is 24 actually, then shortly thereafter you could have football only on campuses. Now, here's the question. How many schools would be 
in the initial grouping that went that route. How many? Do you think the Big Ten, they're kind of high and mighty about their academics, right? Big, Big Ten is kind of snooty about how smart they are. They're like Vanderbilt in that regard, right? Do you think that that league would promote football only? You think Northwestern would have a football only wing on the university? Or, or, or let me ask Purdue. Y- you think? How many would jump into that situation? In the initial flow. Would it, would it be more down here in the south? Probably. <laughs> I mean, because everybody knows down here, we don't care about any of that. I mean, I've got a worthless biochemistry degree. I'd have been better off working for Tom and Myrtle Beach at Coastal Carolina than getting the degree I got. I'd be in good shape. Anyways, working for Allen, he'd get me an excavator. I'd be in better condition than that degree I got. Anyways, we'll take the break. Coming right back. Omni National Hotel. If you need a staycation or planning a trip to Music City, stay at Bento Living Chestnut Hill. Voted the best boutique hotel in the city by the Nashville scene. Bento Living is located on the edge of bustling downtown and boasts on-site dining, shopping, live entertainment on the rooftop, and free fitness classes. Come experience Nashville like a local. Visit bentochestnuthill.com to book your Music City vacation today. Are you looking for a trusted partner who knows AT&T business inside and out? ABS Communications is an organization built on the premise that telecom solutions and working with companies like AT&T can often be complicated and the customer needs someone to help them navigate through these complexities. They make complex simple. Whether it's helping maintain, manage, or secure your business, ABS Communications is here to help all your business telecom and mobility needs. Their business was built with the goal of simplifying the process of connectivity for the customer and establishing a long long-term relationship of trust through transparency and accountability. ABS Communications is a top five AT&T authorized agent with over 200 years of AT&T technical experience. You can call Mark and the gang at 615-349-8588 or you can visit their website at abscomcomm.net. And remember, mention the McFarland Show to ABS and you could get up to $250 in a Visa gift card for new ABS business customers. Realtors abide by a code of ethics. This is Article 9 in action. Beth, a first-time homebuyer, knew nothing about the home buying process, except that she wanted to buy a home. But her Realtor had the expertise to make sure Beth understood every document, even giving her copies to review with her lawyer so Beth could close on her first home with confidence. Complicated things explained in simple terms. The difference between an agent and a Realtor is real. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are. 
we're gonna get into our routine with Daily Tennessee Jackpot. You got a dollar? Let's have some fun with it. Let's get those numbers going. How many are we picking? And one, and two, and three, and four, and five. Let's go. All of us Tennesseans are having fun now. Let's play and play. Work out a win with drawings every day when you play Daily Tennessee Jackpot, only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. It's a Bill King show. I just, I, if Nick coached another seven, eight years, I would not be shocked at all. I wouldn't be. Now, I'm not predicting it because I don't think you can predict that kind of thing. We don't know that. If he coached to 80, I would not be flabbergasted. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. He knows more about the oblong spheroid than any man in America. It's Bill King. Since you that audio clip, let me know. All right, we'll take a couple of calls. Cosby Cattleman from Cosby, Tennessee. Regular season Rick did not live up to his name Saturday. Welcome in. Leave the Tony Llamas in the closet and throw on the Crocs because it's 65 on Rocky Top, Bill. Thanks for sending that rain across the plateau. We're just now catching it. <laughs> uh, were you at the game under the under the goal for that Kentucky game? Bill. I'm still licking my wounds on that one, Bill. The Real Housewives of Corbin got me. I had $200 on the table. I almost sold, but I wanted to go in there, you know, feeling the, the good mojo, and Kyle uh, rose from the dead. And I left $200 worth of, and I, and I left $200 worth of dickle money, maybe even a little Johnny Walker black money on the table, too. That makes it doubly worse. What, at eating at Calhoun's or what? Yeah, no, no. I mean, I just – 200 bucks, Bill. I walked away from 200 uh bucks worth of money to watch a regular season Rick crap the bed. It's like the Colorado game all over again. So you're saying that pair would have gotten you 200 Oh, yeah. It, yeah. it actually wasn't a great buzz, Bill. Noon, ki- uh, noon tip. Not the greatest atmospheres. It was a sellout, I believe, but uh, enough on that. Hey, Bill, I was calling you about um, I had a Nashville question for you on the basketball TF, but I was you were going into the break there talking about busting these uh, schools away. I was going to ask you about SEC's quarterbacks, but I want to give you my two cents on that real quick. Yes. First off, Bill, you know everything about the Mid-State. Uh, this Brandon Miller from Antioch, who's lighting the uh, SEC up this year, one and done NBA. Uh, my Tennessee recruiting sources tell me his dad went to win or played at Alabama or something. Do you know anything about that, Brandon Miller? Well, it was down to them in Kentucky, I believe, in recruiting. I do remember that. And uh, he may be the best player in America, by the way. Oh, he probably is. He's probably, yeah. He's, he's saying, I don't know how much basketball you watch, but I was just trying to figure out, the guy I trust told me his dad had a Bama, went, played or went to Bama or something. You know anything about that? Maybe somebody I in radio. I do not Orlando. know that. Yeah, I don't know yeah. that. Yeah, okay. Hey, Bill, um, 
breaking these, uh, like, I believe you had the Florida guest on a while back. Doesn't uh, Florida and Georgia, don't they have their uh, football teams kind of controlled by their little pseudo-athletic association, University of Georgia Athletic Association? They've kind of busted it away from the university and when it comes to management. I believe that's pretty much true at Florida and Georgia and probably a lot of other places. Now, you're not talking about collectives. You're just talking about no, I'm not, I'm, talking about, I'm just talking about, yeah, they have, if you look at their stuff, it's like University of Florida Athletic Association, UFAA, that doesn't stand for alumni. I'm pretty sure they have a booster group that kind of has control of their football program. And, uh, Bill, to... what... Go, Go ahead. ahead. I'm, I'm pretty oh. sure that's true. By the way, Probably just quick, let me, let me interject something. Jeff, too, wants to know if you're celebrating Dolly Parton's 77th birthday today. 77th birthday, and she makes uh, she gets more famous and famous by the year, doesn't she? I mean, boy, the trannies love her. You should see Dollywood, Bill. It looks, it looks like uh, San Francisco over there now. I don't even recognize the place. Oh, hey, Bill, okay, now, here's where I'm going. The reason, and I've been hearing more and more about this, they got to bust these football programs away to pay these dudes. They got to get away from Title IX. You got a bunch of entitled women. You got a bunch of Megan Rapino wannabes saying, "Gimme, gimme, gimme! Where's my money?" And if you want to play mini NFL, you got to have to get away from Title IX. But that's a federal law. You can't. Right. Well, yeah, you can if you just. Well, here's what you got to go to. Hey, guys, we're going to watch this, this football program. The Tennessee so and sos loosely affiliated with the University of Tennessee play the Alabama so and sos loosely affiliated with that University of Alabama. You just got to break these football teams away from the school altogether and get away from Title Nine. So you think that day's coming, huh? That's got that, That's what you got to do because ask, Vanderbilt's a bad example, Bill, because you know they, they got tons of money. But ask yourself how the University of South Carolina women's golf team gets to College Station. They throw them on a regional jet, right, nonstop. Who pays for that? The football team. You got to get. You got to just. You got to belly up to the bar and say the days of supporting the rowing team and uh, all that crap. Women's softball team are over. We're going to play mini NFL football. We're going to make the rules. We're going to pay the players. We're not p- playing the uh, the women's rowing team out there in front of Calhoun's by the carp, out there in front of Neyland Stadium. You're not getting squat. You're lucky to get a hamburger and a roof over your head. And and you just got to be truthful with it. Because if you're not, here come the lawyers. Here come the entitled women. Here come the Megan Rapinos. The, every school in America is going to have a Title IX lawsuit going on unless you bust the football program out of it. What's Tony Vols think about all this? <laughs> well, is he making money? Does, does these, Corbin doesn't make money, does he? These baseball teams don't make money. The, the football team makes money and pays for everything. It's the way it's always been, and it's the way it's always will be. But, hey, uh, Bill, one last thing before I know out the door. I did have a little quick quarterback question on the SEC East. With this Rashad deal blowing up on Florida, so what are we looking at here? I think Kyle will be fine at quarterback. Uh, Rattler's coming back. Georgia's got, I'm sure, a loaded quarterback room. So uh, is that what we're looking at in the East next year? Probably uh, Georgia – Tennessee, South Carolina, and then everybody else. Florida is in the worst shape when it comes to quarterbacks. Yeah, I mean, if you don't have a quarterback in modern-day football, uh, you're pretty much stuck in the mud, aren't you? You're like crank got up Grant Burtz, but I doesn't move the needle. You're like that fat pig over there at Arkansas, crank up the jukebox, going 6-6. Six and six. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Hang in there, Bill. All right. Somehow we survived that. I'm not sure. Do we have any time here for that clip, Patton? All right, hit it. Can you hit it real fast? Yeah, this, this is included Colette Canal. Oh, one. God, we love him. Ah! Yeah, we're bowling, baby. We're bowling. 
many of these fancy savings higher as a return to the glory days. Most admit. That was what? That was oh, late 06, early 07, whenever that was. All right, we'll get one more break. It's Omni Nashville Hotel. Start your day the right way with Bongo Java Cafe, located in the lobby of the Omni Nashville Hotel. Bongo Java is Nashville's oldest local coffee company. Get your day started with a freshly baked muffin and wash it down with a hot cup of dark roast or hair of the dog blend. With free Wi-Fi, you can get some work done while enjoying a toasted breakfast sandwich. Beat the traffic. Treat yourself at Bongo Java Cafe, located in the lobby of the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown Music City. Located at 5410 Murfreesboro Road in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers is one-stop shopping for all your liquor, beer, and wine needs and has been a multiple winner annually in the Best of Rutherford County voting for Best Liquor Store and Top Wine Shop. Featuring the lowest prices, the best customer service with unsurpassed knowledge, City Slickers offers the largest craft beer selection in Rutherford and southeastern Davidson counties and has beer on tap at its Growler Filling Station. City Slickers also sells mixers, sodas, snacks, tobacco products, and the Tennessee Lottery, and can place special orders and assist with all your events and even wedding planning. Make sure you follow City Slickers on all their social media or just give them a call at 615-280-7469. That's 615-280-7469. Located in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers. Lieutenant, can you tell us what happened today? Our officers responded to a crash on I-40 westbound this morning. The driver of a pickup truck lost control of the vehicle, veered left, and went into a ditch. 911, what's your emergency? We've been in a crash. Please send someone. My fiancé is hurt. A front seat passenger was wearing a seatbelt. She survived without injury. The driver was not wearing a seatbelt and was ejected from the truck. He died at the scene. Law enforcement writes tickets to save lives. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. As a professional realtor in Nashville for more than 40 years, Richard Courtney is one of the city's top-ranked real estate brokers. He's also the author of two books and the real estate columnist for the Nashville Ledger. What does all of this mean to you as a home buyer or seller? Expert knowledge, guidance, and trust. Give Richard Courtney a call today at 615-300-8189. That's 615-300-8189. Or online at richardcourtney.com. 
Hey guys, it's Zach from the Afternoon Stretch. I want to invite you to T-Line Thursday, January 26th to join Bruno Reagan and myself for our live show. T-Line is located at 106 Duluth Avenue in Nashville and we will be there from 4 to 6 p.m. and you can meet Bruno and me, most importantly me, in person. Come hang out, enjoy the great food, games, and join the fun with us January 26th from 4 to 6 p.m. live from Nashville's first curling venue, T-Line Nashville. King is the king of college football, and his sample size is large. Just ask him. Yeah, man, a couple people no cap bring up. Hey, Bill, now, if they go to football only at some of these schools someday down the road, what are these players going to do they don't get to go to the NFL? Well, first of all, unless you're going to be a doctor, lawyer, accountant, where you have no other choice, like my son, he's in dental school, That's you can't just show up and say, hey, I want to be a dentist, teach me. You got to go all the way up, right? Get accepted, it's really hard. Unless you're doing that, and and you know what it, it costs a year for my son? It's 120000 a year. And it goes up. It goes up every year. Now, that's that's the high level, right? But if you're just at a college and you're playing football, you're not getting your degree, I think you're, I think you're doing the right thing. If you don't want to be a doctor, lawyer, accountant, you're doing the right thing, even if you don't get to the NFL, which a large percentage don't. A college education these days is one of the most overrated things sold to kids. And the money you have to pay to get a degree is not worth it. In the future, there's going to be so many jobs, so many more jobs in the tech world that computer whiz kids can get without degrees. There's going to be tons of those jobs. Or learn a trade. The guy that does our air conditioning has kids in private schools. He's got everything he wants. He has a beach getaway. He does wonderfully. The guy that did our air conditioning prior lives in Belmede. Belmede is filthy money, okay? And neither one of those guys went to college. Going to college is one of the most overrated things you can do right now, unless doctor, lawyer, whatever, right? That It might be overrated then to some, but... To be to to spend a hundred thousand dollars for four years at a school, or a lot more than that. Many schools are more than that. It's going to be two fifty. Is absolutely highway robbery. It's it's a terrible idea. I have told my kids, and so far. My oldest two have graduated, and again, one's going all the way. He's going to be a pediatric dentist. But I've told him, I'm not making you go. If you don't want to go, learn a trade. 
I am not. I am not the parent like Peck. When I grew up, everybody. I mean, you were shamed if you didn't get your college degree, and I get it, and I did. I did. A different era, though. Different time. These days, totally overrated. With what they charge for that, so overrated. I, uh, I've told every one of them. I want you to do you. It's your it's your pathway, and I do not encourage them. You've got to get your degree. Not at all. Whatever they decide to do, I hope they do well. So far, so good. You know, could could one of them not get a degree and have trouble out in the workforce? That could happen. Absolutely. Hadn't happened yet. Yeah, hadn't happened yet. Tom in Myrtle Beach. Bill, I know you couldn't get Jay Book on today. Yeah, I tried. I just, just didn't hear back. But he said, let me give you the assessment. Buckeyes might have their best team next year. Should be undefeated going to Ann Arbor. This could be the best team Day has had. 14 returning starters, probably McCord. Let's see, but McCord at quarterback and a favorable schedule. Should be another good team, man. I mean, I'm – is is this the year that they can capitalize on everything? First of all, you got to beat Michigan. Well, you don't have to beat Michigan, but that would help. <laughs> you got in this year and you didn't beat Michigan, and you had the champion on the floor, almost tapped out, not quite, close to tapping out. You let the champ back up. That was a mistake. You can't do that. If you get the champion down, you have to finish them when they are down. You didn't do it. Just saying. Topwater assassin Bill couldn't agree more. Citadel's a great school, but dudes that were going to be successful are successful. Dudes that I graduated with are barely getting by. A lot of my friends that went to Vanderbilt, very good students, literally got out and went to a bank making 12000 a year. I'm not kidding. Now, again, that, that I'm sure that money went up through the years, but and love Vanderbilt. Uh, I'm happy they went there, and I've got some friends that went there and went to law school and did really well too. But a lot of them just took the same job anybody else could get. One of them worked retail at Dillard's. I don't know how long, but. I mean, <laughs> I mean, Vanderbilt. Now, again, a lot of students at Vanderbilt go on and do huge things. I, that works both ways. I'm just saying, what, 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 what's the point there? What's, what's the sales point there? Ole Miss Evie tomorrow is with us, and uh, we'll talk Ole Miss, Walker Howard. Brad, hour number three. Gambling, wagering, sinful. Hour three on Friday is meant to be sinful. Okay? Disgusting what it's meant to be. So have your questions ready. Looking forward to it. Market is, and I've been playing coin, I told you. Been having fun with C-O-I-N. Market right now is down about 200 plummeted yesterday too. See you tomorrow, y'all. Lifestyle.